July approaches, clubs are getting more aggressive in the transfer market. And today we pick Fabrizio Romano's brains for a South American twist, specifically Brazil, as plenty of Joga Bonito is on the cards this summer. The likes of Gabriel Jesus, Rafinha and Richarlison are catching the attention of many suitors. So we'll find out where we stand with them. We'll also discuss Paul Pogba and a Juventus return and answer all your questions, or at least the most questions we can answer. It's a live show here at Kegolasso with Fabrizio Romano, which begins right now. Today's Kegolasso episode is presented by Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. For those who don't like to sweat, the choice is clear. Gillette is your ticket to all-day freshness. Gillette the best a man can get. And the best that we can get is Fabrizio Romano. Fab, how are you, buddy? All good, all good, my friend. Thank you, as always. And ready to answer your questions. Many things happening on the market. And so I'm ready. I love it. You are ready. I am ready. And uh, welcome, everybody. As I mentioned, you can uh, ask questions away. Our producer, Des Norris, is away. But we have Lisa Roman, the OG, in the background from Attacking Third, helping us out. So she'll be helping us out in terms of... Uh, chats and questions but we begin with the brazilian contingency here fabrizio romano let's talk some brazil some sell a cow gabriel jesus catching the interest of of course arsenal and some others richarlison as well will he leave everton rafinha as well we've talked a lot about rafinha on this show fabrizio romano and anthony as well because you've been reporting on him as well there's so many brazilians so let's begin of course with the premier league contingency of gabriel jesus richarlison rafinha what's going on Yes, it's crazy Brazilian moment, we can say, because many top clubs are jumping on the same players. They are fantastic players, and so it's normal. So I want to start with the deal that is getting closer, and this Gabriel Jesus to Arsenal, because we are, we are discussing about it since a long time. But now, in these hours, the conversations are ongoing, the negotiations are ongoing. And so between Gabriel Jesus and Arsenal, and between Manchester City and Arsenal, it's getting closer. So we have to wait for these final details to be discussed, important details, because other clubs are still following the situation if there is some problem between Arsenal and Gabriel. But at the moment, the negotiation is ongoing. And so Gabriel is getting closer to join Arsenal, and we will keep you posted this weekend if the deal will will happen, but work in progress on, on this one. Then Richarlison. For Richarlison, uh, my feeling, honestly, is that uh, Richarlison will leave Everton this summer. Uh, he changed his agents in April because he wanted to explore a potential move. He had a feeling that this summer was maybe the right moment. Let me say that Richarlison has always been so respectful with Everton. Eh? He loves the club, he loves the fans, he has a fantastic respect, uh, fantastic relationship with, with the fans. So, in case the deal won't go through this summer, there is no problem between Richarlison and Everton. But at the same point, he wants to explore this potential move. And two clubs at the moment are keeping an eye on Richarlison. Tottenham uh, having some discussion with Everton for weeks. And so maybe it could become a swap deal, of course, with money included to be discussed. But at the moment, it's still not an advanced negotiation. Tottenham just asking for information on Richarlison, but still no official bid. And Chelsea, because Chelsea will go for an important player in attacking positions this summer, and Richarlison is one of the players they are tracking. So keep an eye on Richarlison because he's one of the of the big names. And let me mention for Chelsea also Raheem Sterling, as we already said earlier this week, is the player they want. So Chelsea are moving on him, and also Tottenham. Let's see if they will decide to submit a proposal. And then the crazy one, Rafinha, because for Rafinha. Is a really crazy deal. Let me remind that Barcelona have an agreement with him and with his agent Deco since the end of February, beginning of March. So on personal terms, they have an agreement. But they want to offer 40 million euros. And I'm told that Leeds 
will not accept less than 65 million pounds. So there is a big gap between Barcelona potential bid and Leeds price tag. So Arsenal are pushing on Rafinha. They are working on Gabriel Jesus and pushing on Rafinha too after an opening bid turned down by Leeds. Also Tottenham and Chelsea are interested in Rafinha. And so it's a London battle for Rafinha with Barcelona still trying to find a way. But at the same point, I think Premier League is the most likely destination for Rafinha. All right. So the tiers are Gabriel Jesus closing in with Arsenal. That's getting closer and closer. Richarlison attracting a lot of interest. You have said that you expect him to leave Everton and staying in the Premier League. Presumably Chelsea look good and interested. And Rafinha, who you have said we've known forever. Barcelona, uh, you know, they have a good relationship personally, but there's other clubs interested and Leeds have a lot of leverage, of course, because, you know, they, they they don't have to rely so much on the fact that because they're in the Premier League. So those would be the three tiers. I want to come to one-fourth Premier League player before we move on to another Brazilian. This is a Brazilian, but Douglas Luiz from Aston Villa. Yes, Villa fans, I, I had to chime in here because uh, Italian clubs have been interested for a while. Douglas Luiz, of course, entering the final stages of his current contract with Villa. Steven Gerrard is a fan, but I presume Douglas Luiz have... You know, he's always had ambitions as well. You know, we got him from Man City, etc. What's the latest on Douglas Luiz? Oh, he's always been in the list of important Italian clubs. But yesterday we had some rumor on AC Milan. But I'm told that AC Milan are not negotiating for Douglas Luiz at the moment. Uh, and also uh, Roma, a lot of rumors. But at the moment, he's kind of Mourinho player, of course, for his skills, for his... Yeah, he uh, loves uh, a player like that. Yes, he's yeah. kind of player for, for Jose Mourinho. But at the moment, it's not something that Roma are discussing with his agents. So at the moment, for Douglas Luiz, the situation is still quiet. Uh, as we mentioned, it was maybe March or April. I won't be surprised if something will happen this summer because, honestly, he's out of contract next summer. At the moment, there is no agreement to extend this contract. And so there is a possibility for him to move this summer in case they will receive an important proposal. But let me say that at the moment, a lot of stories on AC Milan, a lot of stories on Roma, but I'm told that there is still nothing serious or advanced with Italian clubs. So let's see what happens in the coming weeks, but as of now, it's still quiet. Yeah, and from a Villa perspective, the midfield is getting pretty packed here. John McGinn, of course, Buba Kamara, and Carney Chukumweka, who's doing amazingly with the England uh, under-19s. He still has mm. to deal with the situation. What's mm. going on there? Go ahead. Mm. Mm. Uh, I will keep an eye on him because many clubs are are following him. Eh? So I'm not sure that he's staying this summer. Yeah, I'm not sure. a tricky one. Yeah, it's a tricky one. We might, I mean, that's uh, that's a tough one to, to, to swallow for Villa fans because he's been doing really well and he's obviously a young talent. But we will see. We will see. Let's stay with the Brazilians. Here, Fabrizio Romano. Anthony, who I feel is so good and not talked about enough here. And Ajax, I think, probably like it like that. But there is interest. But Ajax presumably are saying he's not going anywhere. What's going on? Uh, you know, Ajax lost many players this summer. Eh? Many players, many important players. They're always very good in restarting their project and finding new talent. So it's not a big problem for Ajax. I'm sure they will be able again to do their magic with talents and with young players. But they lost many, many key players. Saler is going to Borussia Dortmund, Gravenberg to Bayern, Masraoui to Bayern, Onana going to Inter. So many important players have lived in the club. And so the expectation, and let me mention also Lisandro Martinez with Arsenal, really interested, and May United also mentioning him internally. So it's still a complicated summer with many clubs trying to, to sign Ajax players. And so for Anthony, Ajax's mission is to get a big, really big fee or the player won't move this summer. This is the message coming from Ajax. It has to be around 70, 75, 80 million euros. Then at the end, I don't know how much it will be, but because at the moment, still no bid or advanced negotiation. But what I'm sure is that Ajax are asking around 80. Eh? 
So let's see at the end how it will end up. But uh, as of now, it's, a, it's really a tough one for many clubs. Manchester United want him. So Manchester United have his name in the list. The link with Eric Ten Hag is, of course, direct because he's in love with this player and Anthony had a fantastic relation with, uh, with Eric Ten Hag. So from what I'm told, the players camp, his agents are asking Ajax to listen to the proposal and to open some negotiation at least, even if they want an important and huge bid. But at the moment, it's still a quiet one because they're waiting, Ajax, for an official proposal. So let's see if May United will submit a bid. But for sure, they have Anthony's name in the list. Is one of the possibilities. But as I mentioned, with Ajax, it's never, never easy. Yeah, never easy. And obviously, as you mentioned, Sebastian Haller off to Dortmund. So they have to find a lot of replacements uh, there, of course. Uh, finishing our Brazilian conversation, I'm wearing his shirt right now. Some Neymar from Santos. Santos Neymar. Fabrizio is my favorite Neymar, okay? <laughs> but he is a PSG player. There's been a lot going on. I mean, we don't have to go long here, but for obvious reasons. But let's just let's just clarify everything for PSG fans, of course. You know, w- w- what's the future of Neymar and PSG? The, the immediate future, I, I, I guess, because there's, you know, so much talk about how he's been offered to Barcelona again, and people forget that his contract is pretty ridiculous. So, you know, people have to pay up or shut up. What's going on with Neymar? It's more than 35 million per season eh, for Neymar so it's a, as a salary. So it's a, it's a really huge one and it's going to be complicated. The truth is that Paris Saint-Germain, if some club will arrive and make a proposal for Neymar, they would be open to discuss because this is the reality. I won't be surprised if Galtier will try to play with a 3-5-2 system. And, you know, Neymar is an incredible player, but maybe 3-5-2 is not kind of system, the perfect one for Neymar. Yeah. And then they have, of course, Leo Messi and Mbappé. So there are many important players at PSG. But at the same point, uh, at the moment, there is absolutely no negotiation with any club, Spanish club, Italian club, any club, nothing with Neymar. Also because I'm sure that the player wants to stay. The player wants to stay. The player wants to continue with Paris Saint-Germain. The player is absolutely not worried about these rumors. So Neymar wants to continue with Paris Saint-Germain. Yesterday, he shared an Instagram story mentioning some fake news or things because his mission is to send a message that he wants to stay. His, his idea is to stay at PSG. And I think with this salary, as you mentioned, it's going to be really, really difficult for any club to find a solution for, uh, for Neymar. So at the moment, I don't see any, any negotiation. We will see later in the window, but at the moment, everything is under control. And like you said, Newcastle United could afford it, but he doesn't really want the I Premier League. And there's no, it's just not going to happen. Absolutely. But anyway, I do like the point that you just made about Galtier changing formation and PSG opening and maybe listening to what's out there, but he's way too expensive. All right. Well, that's it for the Brazilians. Uh, let's move on here. The choice is clear, presented by Gillette Clear Gel. All right. So the choice is clear is uh, obvious for Paul Pogba. And a return to Juventus. And Juventus wanted Pogba. Pogba wants to return to Turin as they want to renew their relationship. Uh, He's only known two clubs in his professional career. And Juventus has been sandwiched in between Manchester United. And now he's back to Italy. So for Juventus and Paul Pogba, this seems like a, a clear choice for both of them. What are the details behind Paul Pogba's return to Juventus? No, the, the choice is very clear between Paul Pogba and Juventus because they will be together next season. Everything has been agreed between Juve and Pogba with a meeting yesterday with Rafaela Pimenta, who is the lawyer who is taking care of everything in the Raiola group now. Uh, and so in this conversation, they found an agreement on the personal terms. It was already done. They needed to clarify something on the length of the contract, but everything is done. Paul Pogba's salary will be €8 million euros net 
per season guaranteed plus add-ons to go over 10 million euros per season so everything has been completed between Pogba and Juventus he will sign in July so the contract is not signed yet but will be signed in July when Pogba will be back from from holidays uh, and so I think between day 5 and, or 8 of July Pogba will be in Italy to sign the contract and so he's joining Juventus his back is an important one for Serie A football after Romelu Lukaku also Paul Pogba and so the deal is is done all righty. Well, the choice is clear for Paul Pogba and Juventus brought to you by Gillette Clear Gel. All right. We're going to move on to some questions here. I know that you've been waiting patiently and don't worry, we're going to answer as many as we can. And uh, let's go to focus on the, some center back situation. Uh, hey, football star Fabrizio, I've got an, uh, I have a question on uh, Sven Botman update. Well, if you were paying attention last time, Fabrizio gave us an update, but he will do it again for you, football star. Thank you so much for your question. What's going on there? Newcastle getting closer. Still no changes, still no changes. It's still the same since January. Let me say, of course, not the same because the, the beats are different and the positions are different, but it's still AC Milan and Newcastle in a battle for, for Sven Botman. So the player is waiting for AC Milan, but Newcastle proposal is very good. They are tempting him and they are tempting Lille with an important beat. It's around 40 million euros with the don'ts. And so Newcastle are pushing. Sven Botman. Newcastle really wants Ben Botman, but AC Milan are still there. And so we will see. I, I think next week or the following one will be the key one to, to understand his future because there was an expectation for this one to be uh, a key week, but it's not the case, it seems. And so we have to wait a bit and we will know about Sven Botman. But it's going to be AC Milan or Newcastle, no other clubs. Well, staying with Newcastle here, Fabrizio, any more Newcastle news from Andrew Walters? Because obviously they're building a project here this preseason. We've been hearing things how you know, if they do this the right way, they could really push for not just the Champions League, but maybe even further. What say you? What's the latest? Anything else on Newcastle? I want to see what happens with strikers because they wanted, since generally Hugo Ekitike, they have an agreement in place with Reims, but still no agreement on player side, uh, and in particular on player agent side with the commission and everything. So at the moment, it's still not going through this Newcastle deal for, for Ekitike. Let's see if in the coming days they will be able to resolve the situation or if some other club will jump into it. We had some rumor on Real Madrid, but Real Madrid at the moment they are denying this is interest in Hugo, in Hugo Ekitike. I will keep an eye on Paris Saint-Germain, on Ekitike, honestly. Uh, because if they want to find a backup striker, a talented striker who can be on the bench and then ready to play when there is some problem or start turnover, Ekitike could be one of the options. But at the moment for Newcastle, the focus is on the strikers. On Sven Botman, they signed Pope. It is a fantastic sign, in my opinion, and that, that price was a very good one. And don't worry that Newcastle will do something this, this window again and again, as they did with Bruno Guimaraes, who was out of nothing in January. Eh? Bruno Guimaraes was a player for Juventus and Arsenal, and Newcastle in 24, 48 hours, they jumped into the race and they signed one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Absolutely right. And he might light it up even more next season, of yes. course. All right. Well, let's do one more question before we take a break. Uh, Leeds, of course, are dealing with Rafinha, but they're also dealing, I think, with Calvin Phillips as well. Man City getting uh, even more interested in him. What's going on there? Well, let me say that Leeds already signed some important players eh? because they signed Mark Roca from Bayern. They signed Christian Senna. So they are working on many, many yeah, players. Aronson, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, let me say that they will sign players, of course, to replace mm, these two players. Rafinha will leave. This is the expectation. And Calvin, very good chances for him to go to Man City. But at the same point, for uh, mentioning incomings, I want to say one name, and this Charles de Ketteler, this talent from Bruges, huge talent. AC Milan are interested in him since October. So they've always been in the race for de Ketteler. But now Leeds 
have his name in the list as one of the potential players to join in case Rafinha leaves the club. And so remember the name because it could be one of the options. Cody Gakpo is another name in the list, but not a top, uh, not a top priority. It's one of the names that they are considering. Gakpo is a very good player, and so it would be a very interesting one for Leeds. But I'm sure that they will replace these players. Don't worry. <laughs> well, Jesse Marsh making some move with Andrea Radrizzani. Fantastic stuff. All right, Fabrizio Romano is still here with us. Thank you so much for all your questions. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we'll do um, a few more. Actually, you know what? Before we take a break, let me do this read for you. Uh, Fabrizio, I'm sure you'll like it. The soccer calendar knows no break. So it's always all systems go here on Kegolasso, staying on top of the global game is an all-day gig. And then there's the added stress of being a helplessly loyal fan who obsesses on every minor detail concerning my club. Throw in on top of that the studio lights, the public speaking, the breaking news. It's a recipe for perspiration. Nah, not for yours truly. Fortunately for me, sweat and bad odors are the two things I never have to worry about, okay? Thanks to the long-lasting power of Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant. I can get on with my day, which mainly involves staying on top of the latest Aston Villa news and telling myself it's strictly for work purposes without breaking a sweat. Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant goes on with an anti-white mark formula and protects your nostrils from those nasty under-armpit smells while giving you 72-hour sweat protection. If you want all-day freshness, the choice is clear. Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant is a tap-in. So make sure that you get your Gillette Clear Gel Antiperspirant at a store near you. Before we take a break, Fabrizio, Give me some good news on Villa. Come on. What? Anything. Anything. You said that maybe they were making some ideas. Is it still very quiet? Though I, I do can't speak. I can't speak on that player because <laughs> that the, my sources will kill me. But I think there is something cooking for a potential new left back, as I mentioned. And then let's see with the, with the striker situation. But they're waiting for the right moment to jump into it. And then for Douglas Lewis, told you that Italian clubs are still quiet. So pretty optimistic at the moment. Well, let's not forget that we already have Diego Carlos and Bua Camara. So it hasn't been totally quiet, of course. All right, Fabrizio. Well, we're going to take a break right now. When we come back, Fabrizio will give us some goalkeeper news, maybe some more questions, and that will be it from yours truly and the great mi bro, Fabrizio Romano. We're taking a break right now, and we will be right back. Stay right here. We're taking a break. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. She's the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and $15,000 a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Welcome back, everybody. Fabrizio Romano in the house. Fab, give us some goalkeeping news. There's a lot of goalkeepers making moves. Go ahead. Go anywhere you want with goalkeepers. 
Dean Anderson to Nottingham Forest. The deal was completed a few, few minutes ago between the two clubs. And so he will leave Manchester United on a loan deal to Nottingham Forest with no buy option included. After new talks, the, the two clubs decided, as they had no agreement on the value of the buy option clause, they decided to go for a stride loan. And so it's done for Dean Anderson. It will be signed once the player will be back from, from holidays, but everything is completed. Then uh, Bachmann from Watford could be the replacement at Manchester United to become the second third goalkeeper to create competition with Tom Eaton and of course David De Gea. So negotiations ongoing between May United and Watford, but it's not a done deal yet, and they have also other options. Uh, of course, Pope joined Newcastle. So with Premier League goalkeepers, we are almost almost done in West Ham, of course, because they want Areola. They are working on Areola. They are really confident to complete the agreement in the coming days uh, on this on this deal, and so Areola is really getting closer to staying at West Ham on a permanent. All right. Well, what does that mean for Zach Steffen, Fabrizio Romano and Man City as well? Uh, Because obviously it seems that he would be more on the out uh, from Pep Guardiola's uh, squad. I think it's a possibility for him to go, to go on loan, to have some possibilities around because Manchester City have a verbal agreement with Ortega, former Arbinia Bayfield goalkeeper that now is available on free. They have a verbal agreement, but they're waiting to complete this deal because they want to find a solution for for Zach, for Zach Stefan. So they're still waiting to understand which one is the best solution. I heard some stories on Truya, but it's not a priority for him to go to France. And so let's see if they will find some other solution. But Ortega for Man City is a serious possibility. All right. Well, we're nearly done here. want to answer some of your questions, but uh, let's, uh, and obviously Fab just asked about Zach Steffen. So I think I would presume everybody that Steffen would probably be on his way out. It's probably the best thing for him as well. Uh, There's more Arsenal questions, but I believe we answered that with Gabriel Jesus, uh, Fabrizio Romano. Arsenal News, Matt Turner, and who else are we looking at other than the obvious players, e.g. Rafinha, Jesus. Hey, Rob, thank you so much. How about a please, man, remember? Come on now, any other Arsenal stuff? Uh, we say them almost everything. Matt Turner is a done deal, we know since long time. Uh, then, uh, we mentioned Gabriel Jesus, thoughts progressing. Rafinha, there is a direct contact with Leeds after the opening bid turned down, but Arsenal are still working on it. Eh? Arsenal are still working on Rafinha. So it's Gabriel Jesus and Rafinha negotiations ongoing now. Uh, and then we mentioned Lisandro uh, as a centre-back. Arsenal one team. They had new contacts with his agent in the last 48 hours. So Arsenal are on it. But also Manchester United mentioned his name internally as Timber deal is getting more than complicated. And so Lisandro could be one of the options for, uh, for Aiton Hag. But let's see if Arsenal will decide to, to complete this negotiation. Nuno Tavares could leave the club with Marseille interested in a loan deal, but still no agreement between the two clubs. And then let's see what happens with Tillemans. But at the moment, they are focused on these other things. They have a feeling that they can wait a bit on Tillemans because they have to be fast on Gabriel. They have to be fast on Rafinha and see with a lot of competition on Rafinha what they can do. So busy times for Arsenal. But I think many things happening. So And they already signed Fabio Vieira. So Absolutely. One. Yeah, that's right. And uh, hey, listen, don't complain, Arsenal fans. He just gave you so much information right there. Hey, how about uh, Jules Koundé to Barcelona? Any deal updates there? Tebas, uh, the president of La Liga, was asked about Barcelona's incomings and outgoings. And basically it was like, look, they got to they gotta sell a few players before they can recruit any new ones. How about Jules Koundé to Barcelona? Lewandowski here as well, maybe closer. What's going on with Barca? Yes, for Kunde, we know that Barca are interested. He's a player that Xavi loves, but at the moment, there is still no advanced negotiation with Sevilla. Sevilla are waiting. They want 65 million value for Kunde. And they're waiting also for Chelsea because Chelsea are in advanced negotiation with the player since a long time, but still no official bid to Sevilla. So I'm curious to see also to see what happens with, uh, with Chelsea because with Marina in charge uh, of, the, of the transfer market, 
Kunde was a priority. But now we know that there is Todd Bowley. He will have conversations with Tuchel and they will go for centre-backs, for sure. But for Kunde at the moment, still no official bid to Sevilla. And I remind that they won 65 million. For Lewandowski, yesterday there was a new bid from Barcelona, 35 million euros plus 5 million euros in complicated add-ons. And at the moment, Bayern, from what I'm told, absolutely not intention to accept this fee. So at the moment, it's still not enough for Bayern. Let's see what happens with Lewandowski in the coming weeks. Interesting. Liverpool were giving Bayern a hard time. Oh, sorry. Bayern were giving Liverpool uh, a hard time for, uh, obviously, Sadio Mane's situation. And now it's the other way around. Hey, Real Madrid question, Hassan. Anything going on? Obviously, you've mentioned about the contract negotiations with Vinicius Jr. earlier on, of course, Luka Modric as well. Anything Real Madrid? Uh, they obviously brought in uh, Antonio Rudiger, etc. Asensio as well, I'm hearing. What's going on there? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. They did many things. So at the moment for Asensio, they're waiting to understand if they will receive some proposal. At the moment, he's still quiet, but he's out of contract next summer. And so if Real Madrid will receive some bid this summer, it could be the case for him to leave the club. But at the moment, still waiting. And for new signings, they have to sell players, guys. Uh, Florentino Perez was pretty clear. At the moment, it's a matter of the list, so they can't sign players now. They have to sell. Luka Jovic with Fiorentina is one of the negotiations that they are, uh, they are discussing right now. And so there are many things to do for Real Madrid about the outgoings, but at the moment, still no updates on striker and winger. It will take some time. Yeah, we're in the outgoings uh, chapter right now yes. in the summer, I think, for Real Madrid. Hey, let's go to Italy for a second. You mentioned Fiorentina. Any updates on Lazio, by the way? A few players as well that are being mentioned as part of the Serie A club. Anything going on there? Between these players he mentioned, I would say Carnesecchi is the main target now. They want Carnesecchi, who is a very good goalkeeper. He's a goalkeeper from Atalanta, but they already have Musso as first goalkeeper. So this is why Carnesecchi could be on the market. Let's say the proposal around 12 million. Atalanta want more than 20 million. So there is still a big gap. Uh, between the two between the two clubs' values. But at the moment, let me say that Lazio are still focusing on Carnesecchi is one of the priority targets for them. All right, let's finish with Tottenham because I get a lot of Tottenham questions. We've talked to Arsenal, but what's going on in terms of Antonio Conte's pl- project, specifically now as they return to the Champions League? Richarlison, you mentioned earlier, of course, that they are showing some interest, but Chelsea could lead the way there. Lucas Paqueta, Lautaro Martinez, no way. What's going on with Tottenham? Lautaro, there is nothing at the moment. Paqueta at the moment is still a quiet situation. So I see a lot of rumors, but at the moment on Paqueta, we have to wait. And for Richarlison, we mentioned that, yes, he's a player that they have in their list. They had some discussion because they're speaking with Everton for wings, but at the moment, it's still not an official proposal for Richarlison or an advanced talk. I'm sure that he's one of the players that they discussed with his new agents, as mentioned. Also, Chelsea had discussions with his new agents. So it's Tottenham and Chelsea interested in Richarlison. But we have to wait a bit to wait a bit because it's still not something something decided. And let me say that of course Rafinha is a player that Tottenham have in their list and they are still in the battle with uh, with Arsenal and with Barcelona and with Chelsea who call these agents, but at the moment still nothing advanced with Chelsea. All righty. Well, let's finish off here. Fabrizio Romano, you've been fantastic once again. I hope you have a great weekend. But before we leave you, anything that we haven't discussed that you're keeping your eye on? I will keep an eye on Milan's Skriniar situation for PSG. Because PSG are still working on it. Uh, we mentioned a few days ago that PSG were prepared to offer around 60 million euros after the opening bid for 50 million euros turned down by Inter. And so nothing is happening this week or this weekend. But next week, they will have new conversations. And so let's see what happens with Skriniar because it's true that Inter are resigning Romero Lukaku. is going to have his medical in Milano next week. But Skriniar could be one of the players on the move. Let's see if Paris Saint-Germain will offer the fee Inter are asking. Inter wants 80 million for Milan Skriniar. All righty. Well, Fabrizio Romano, I, I mean, 
I think you can agree. We gave the people what they wanted, no? Yes, I hope, yes. More than this, I have to be a sport director, but I can't, <laughs> I can't decide on the transfer. Yeah, I'm seriously. Sorry. Oh, my God. All right. Well, Fabrizio Romano, thank you so much, brother. Make sure to follow him on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, as well at Fabrizio Romano, CBS Sports, and your CBS Sports app and website. Of course, you can read his content every single week. Fabrizio is with us twice a week during the summer, and we're going to continue with that. But Fab, thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Thank you as always, and see you soon here at Kegolasso. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Kegolasso Pod on Twitter, youtube.com forward slash Kegolasso. We are so close to 13,000 subscribers. Maybe even we've passed it by the time you watch this. Make sure to support us, spread the word, specifically our shows with Fab here. Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you next time. Till then, enjoy your weekend. Bye-bye. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.